Good morning. So this comes up quite a lot about should I count calories? Should I not? How many should I be having? I don't want to count calories because it's laborious. I counted stuff before like Slimming World, Weight Watchers, all these things. And I just don't have the time to do it. People might say, etc. Now, this isn't a yes or no answer. So I'm going to go through a few things. I'm also going to share a link where you can find out how many you might need if you wanted to. But I'm going to say now that you by no means need to. I haven't counted calories now, like tracked them in probably years. So I'm just giving you an example. However, I used to track them. And as a result of that, now have quite a an eye you could say for how much is in certain things and the quality of foods in terms of nutrition to make sure I'm hitting my nutrient needs without having to be looking at everything etc because it kind of takes the joys out of food however I want to say this now and it does come down to you and you think of habit change in general if someone wants to lose weight they have to be in a calorie deficit. If they want to lose body fat, you have to be in a calorie deficit. Now, there's many means of ways to do this. And I know I explain about this a lot. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my... I'm going to draw again, which is always a risky thing. But So if you're listening, you might not see it. So the key principle here, you've got calorie deficit. So this is energy in, energy out. These all ways of hitting it, essentially... You could track your calories. Now, the cool thing about tracking your calories is you've got permission to eat any food you like, as you do anyway. You could fit it into your into your kind of plan here. Now, however, the drawback to this is it takes time. You know, it can maybe actually force some people to eat more processed foods because they just like to scan stuff, you know, the apps that, that do that. So there's not... Always, there is always a positive with, with a negative. Then you've got things like intermittent fasting. I'll call it IF. If Intermittent fasting where maybe you fast for 16 hours or you skip breakfast. You skip breakfast, you fast for 16 hours or whatever hours it is. And, and the reason that works is there's fewer opportunities to overeat. Because every time you eat, is an opportunity to overeat. However, for some people, it creates that binge restrict tendency. So then you've got that binge restrict tendency. So again, there's a positive and negative. The cool thing is it's very simple. Just don't eat for 12 hours, 16 hours, whatever. Then you've got things like keto. Again, they cut out carbs. So you're not having carbs in the diet. If you think about that, that's one third of your normal nutrients so maybe one third of your plate is now gone so it really depends what you replace it with if you replace that with higher fat the result is that your calories could go up but the chances are is if you if you cut out carbs you'll probably have more protein and fewer calories because you'll be more full up. So that's how keto can achieve that calorie deficit. You see where I'm going with this? Slimming World, they hope that you fill up on more higher fiber, 
generally higher protein stuff in the hope that you don't overeat. But the problem with that is it doesn't get round the emotional eating necessarily, binge eating, and our beliefs around food. And I want to touch on this beliefs element because sometimes we just believe a certain food to be bad, good, or I don't eat that because it's processed. Like you, you could, I could show you a, a, a healthy vegan stir fry, which is made of purely processed foods. Like it could be like some corn, it could be um, frozen vegetables, whatever. But they're full of, still full of actual nutrition. Yet that's processed. I could make a really healthy nutritious meal. The same with with beef. I could make, I could say that processed food is olive oil, chopped tomatoes, whatever. Like we have these beliefs about food. I don't eat sugar, but then sugar is actually in everything. You eat a carrot. Now, my point here is it can get really confusing. And actually for some people, when they track calories for three days, two days, they start to go, oh, I didn't realize that when I have that one chocolate bar, I don't have to sabotage the rest of my week. It's the same as an apple and a banana or whatever. Yeah, I used to eat like five apples and feel dissatisfied. And we start to step back and actually go, you know what? I might start to make a decision that I want to make at that time because it's okay to eat to make you happy, providing it actually does make you happy. And you don't just eat it and then you to feel like you would have been happy, but then you're not and you're annoyed, pissed off, frustrated with yourself. Then we've got an issue. And then we can start to question, okay, what feeling was I trying to create from eating that food that I didn't get, that I could possibly get from something else? Maybe a self-care element. Maybe I just needed to get more sleep. When we're tired, when we're stressed, our prefrontal cortex in our brain is essentially not activating like it normally would do. This is the part of our brain that allows us to look at where we want to be longer term, how we want to feel, look longer term. As a result of that, we make really short term decisions with, and it's no surprise, like eating chocolate gives me instant gratification, right? It makes me feel good instantly. Getting a pen and paper and writing down the calories gives me no instant gratification at all. Of course, that's going to be harder than that one. But it's thinking about the long term. If I wrote wrote down, okay, how do I want to, what, what am I, what feeling do I want to create from eating this chocolate right now? Let's say I'm not hungry and I'm just craving something to eat or I'm bored. What feeling do I want to create by eating this chocolate? Am I just looking for something to do? Is that feeling I want to create, could I create it with something else? Could I just have a bath? But the funny thing, if I have a bath and I thought I was hungry half an hour ago, I have the bath, no longer hungry, I feel really relaxed. And I'm, and I'm good, I'm fine, it gives me what I wanted, but at the time, that chocolate was the only thing my brain was saying, no, you've got to have that. So my point in here, if I go back, there's many ways you can do this. Now, in actually our Kickstarter book, we have like a really simple hand size guide. And, and this is nothing new. You know, this is this is hand size portion of protein at every meal, fist size carb, roughly, you know, giving yourself permission to have it. If I said to someone, have protein every meal, you'll probably control your calories better without even counting calories. Okay, 
So if, you, if you're just aiming for a pro protein every meal today, you'll probably manage to control your calories better than before. The issue comes in is when people keep neglecting their snacks. So some people often say, I'm really good all day with my meals, but it's the things in between. The problem with this is that we're, we're planning maybe our meals. Maybe we're not eating enough at the meals. Maybe we need to increase the protein. That's going to help. But two, maybe we actually need to plan our snacks in. That's another thing. Maybe you need to count the calories of your snacks. Maybe. Or maybe you just need to give yourself a bit of an allowance with that. Something to play with. Rather than saying, I'm never going to snack, and that's fine. But then beating yourself up for snacking. We've got to look at this from a point of view of, of you and what's individual for you with that. And that's where some people do very well tracking calories because they have that permission to eat the foods that they want to eat. And it's, and it's sometimes that permission thing. And everyone should have the permission to eat unconditional what they want to have, not everything. So next time you think, and, and I struggle with this too, kids, um, leftovers, bloody hell, burger yesterday I was like oh yeah why am I so I want to finish that burger that they had we had burgers <laughs> and um when I look at it it's like oh you've got to finish it what's the point but actually let's just eat how much I want to eat as in how much I want to eat and there's a difference there I'm giving myself permission to eat how much I want to eat at that time it's always going to be there and actually it saves time the next day and I love leftover burgers in an omelet that is by the way that's great by the way Leftover burger in an omelette. Anyway, if you are someone who likes to track their calories, because everyone's different here, there's no right or wrong way. I've worked with people who've got great results not counting their calories at all. Exercise for them, building endorphins, they feel good, everything else is easier. Remember, if you can do the right thing, you don't have to worry about everything. The right thing for you is that one thing that provides a domino effect. For some people, if they get up, exercise, they have more energy, they're better for the day. And as a result of that, they eat better. For other people, it's more complicated than that. Okay? But that's why it's an individual thing. And in our kickstart, that's why we start with that one-to-one. -one. Because like I've just gone through here, there's so many scenarios that we need to consider sometimes. And it's not as straightforward. So do you need to count calories? No. Do calories count? Yes. Does that mean you need to count them? No. There's many ways around it. If you want the simplest, most actionable thing you can do today, protein every meal, and then just say right now, which snacks am I going to have today? Two things, really simple. Less willpower, having to kind of go with it. So you don't have to worry about willpower too much. Two, you're getting protein every meal, which is going to keep you full up for longer. Good morning, Caroline. Anyway, I hope that helps. I will put a link, by the way, in the comments for people who do want to count their calories and they want a bit of a calculator to help them. And on this note, this will give you two figures, a lower number and more of a middle number. And the reason I'm giving you a range here is because, again, people track calories. And when they don't hit their calories, morning, Paula, when they don't hit their calories then, they then get really annoyed, frustrated, I've failed. Like, you know, same with, like, points in Slimming World or Weight Watchers or whatever. We get annoyed because it's a, it's a definitive number. Like, if I hit that number, I'm, I'm failed. I didn't hit it. And this is why it gives you two numbers. And then I'd say use that as a range. So you've got a bit of a range, you've got a budget, you could spend that much today, you could spend that much today. Let's see where you're at. Because actually, no one knows the actual sweet spot. The quickest way to find out is by doing. You might be able to get away with more than you think. You might not be though. You might have to go harder than you think. There's many ways.
So, hope that helps. I'll put a link in the comments for that. Um, feel free to have a look and any questions, let me know and speak soon. If you want more information about a Kickstart program, do give me a message. I'll get you the details. Have a lovely day. I'm going to log off now as we have the Butt Family workout with Julie at 6.30 inside our group. So, any questions, let me know and speak soon.